Aloha, everybody, and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. I am excited to cover this subject today. I have been talking a lot about these energy waves that are coming through. People are very interested in them and what's happening with them. And I realized when I posted some things on social media that I need to talk about this a little bit further and more in depth so that people have a better understanding of what's happening with these waves, etc. So I decided to do a show on when your spiritual body awakens. Um, this is going to go in with the posts that I've done. I don't know if you're on my Facebook or my Higher Purpose Learning Group, but the post, if you're not, was I posted there's a new energy wave that's flowing through causing people to feel some of these things. Anxious about life or where they're at or where they're going. Moody, feeling a roller coaster of emotions, very emotional. Depressed, usually tied to feeling stuck or in limbo in some way. And frustrated that they cannot find their purpose, purpose in life, purpose in career, whatever. Uh, this is hitting sensitive people really hard right now. And what happens, because as I posted this, I actually posted something that was basically six tips for people who are feeling these things right now. And so I'm going to backtrack a little bit more and explain this because I have got a lot of emails and messages of people going, well, when is this going to be over and why is this happening? And, you know, I don't understand, like, I can't handle this and or, you know, is it, is it going to be over soon? Is it going to happen again? They're really not getting the background or the essence of what what's changing now why why now why is this happening now is is this going to happen again so here's the deal everybody's spiritual body is beginning to awaken awaken or become we are in the process of switching from physical based energy system to a spiritually based energy system and you may have heard that through like Things such like such as the Mayan calendar, uh, stuff that has been predicted for years. They've always talked about. It. I think it's um, oh, it's in so many things. Anyways, they've talked about how we're going to go to into the spiritual realm or era or whatever. And a lot of people's like, oh my gosh, that must mean it's the end of the world. Uh, but that's not true. It's not the end of the world. It's the beginning of a new world. But there will still be physical things going on. We will still be in physical existence. But what it actually means is we are going from a physically based energetic system, an energetic flow that's primarily physically based, and we're going to move into a spiritually based energetic flow, an energetic system. Now, this is a universal thing. This is a planetary, universal, stars everywhere. It's not just like in your inner being. It's everywhere. It's affecting animals, plants, the planet, uh, the stars, everything. So as we begin to shift, you can imagine it kind of like a teeter-totter. You know, we were physically based uh, energy and now it's shifting. It's shifting over to a spiritually based energy. And why is this important and what effects does this have on us? Well, Mainly, what you're going to notice is you have been physically based for so many years that you were very aware of your physical body, physical symptoms, all things materialistic, 
which is not bad. Being materialistic is not bad, but I just mean, you know, house, home, things, stuff. Uh, you are going to you are very aware of those for probably and this is what's confusing people for most of your life up until now. And for some of you, you know, you've been around uh, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, whatever. So for most of your life, you're very comfortable and used to feeling this physical energy. And with this physical energy came satisfaction or a, a knowing of how to satisfy your physical energy needs. So as that begins to move out and your spiritual energy becomes primary, so what happens is you go from a primarily physical-based body becomes secondary. Your spiritual body becomes primary. So they're like I said, it's like a teeter-totter. They're switching now. The spiritual aspect of what your needs and wants are going to need to be met at that point. So we went from survival to, you know, food-based, physical-based, you know, material-based type energy to now we're we're switching to a spiritually-based energy. Our spiritual body is becoming primary. Now, to get to the nuts and bolts and the nitty-gritty of this, everybody's spiritual body is becoming to it's starting to get more sensitive so with this sensitivity you're being able to feel a lot of different energies that you've never felt before so these energy waves that i was talking about in social media they've always come and gone and flown in or flowed in that's not even a word Um, But they kind of flow into your life and they flow out of your life. And this has always been going on. But when you were primarily physically based, you weren't noticing it as much. Spiritual bodies are very sensitive to energetic flows. Physical bodies are not. So spiritual bodies are going to now pick up on this. So what's happening is your spiritual body is beginning to awaken when it was dormant before or very easily ignored before. And as it begins to awaken, it's kind of like taking off your, let's say you walked around with shoes your entire life, and then all of a sudden you decide to take them off and walk barefoot everywhere. Your spiritual body is going to be very aware of all these different sensations, just like your feet would be if you walked on the grass or the gravel or the concrete, or it felt hot or cold ice. That It's the same type of premise. So... You need to understand that your spiritual body is now very sensitive to energetic flow of all kind. It's energetic flow of whether they're waves that come in from the stars, whether they're energetic flow from other beings, other, other people, other animals, um, your environment, things of that nature. And so how this relates to this post is with this wave that came in, it was causing people's bodies, spiritual bodies, to really feel this wave of energy. And with this wave of energy, there was a tone of anxiousness to this. But it, And so it kind of amplified anybody who was in tune with their spiritual body. It amplified them kind of soul-searching in a sense. And anything that where they were unsatisfactory or not clear on in their own spiritual body, it came to the surface immediately. And so... If, uh, if an energetic flow comes in that maybe has a very 
excited undertone to it or a um, a very happy undertone to it, it it would pull other things to the surface. So anyways, it's causing people to feel their spiritual bodies and start to get very off balance feeling because what's basically happened over the years as well is you've ignored, ignored, ignored things that would nourish and, and make your spiritual aspect yourself feel good because you've had kids, family, um, uh, work, things that are so money. Everybody's trying to make money. They're trying to make a living. We've been in this physical-based era, so we're just trying to get by doing all the things that you've done for many, many years. That's no longer going to be the case. Those things are now going to be unsatisfactory to you. You're now going to be searching for more things. So you're gonna. So this is going to cause you to soul search and want something more out of life than the car and the driveway and or the really nice house. You'll find that when you start paying more attention to your spiritual aspect to yourself, you're going to find that people are going to start wanting to do things like explore, learn. Uh, so with explore, exploration and learning, there's going to be like um, travel that people might want to do. They're going to want, there's going to be a helping vibe that goes along with all this, uh, reaching out to really health healing, nurturing, that type of feeling, things that will satisfy you to the very core of your soul. These are the things that you're going to be reaching for and wanting to do now. So that's why when it brings this moodiness and anxiousness to the surface, it's because most likely if you're feeling any of those things, you're not satisfied deep in your soul. You're doing surface satisfying things so you're either doing the same routine that you've been doing the going to work the paying the bills the doing what everybody else needs to do to make the cash that make the money and I know that this is very important I'm not saying don't do those things but I'm just trying to get you to be very aware of what's happening and now you're going to have to start adding in and being very aware of what it, it did uh, does that job satisfy to your to your very core of your soul are you doing something that you feel really proud and happy about? Are you feeling really good in the relationships that you are in? Are you feeling good about how you're spending your days or your time off? Are you just filling it with busy stuff? Because you can't do that anymore as your spiritual body begins to awaken. And you know what? This is kind of a cool thing. If you're feeling really crappy. This is going to sound weird, moody, anxious, or depressed. It's kind of neat because what's happening is your spiritual body is beginning to say, hey, I'm here. Pay attention to me. That you're meeting that that body for the first time. You're becoming familiar with this body. You're learning what this body needs. And so you're becoming very aware of its presence. So that's kind of really freaking cool. But it's a journey and it's, it is a learning process. So I'm going to help you through that a little bit with some of these tips that I've already placed, but I'll kind of talk you through them a little, a little bit. So spiritual body, feeling moody, depressed, upset, anxious, that sort of thing. You have to do some very specific stuff. You, especially if you are a sensitive person or you are feeling like you have any psychic senses, psychic development, if you're even interested at all in spiritual stuff, this means that you're beginning to develop psychically and you're beginning to become very in tune 
with your spiritual body. Even if you have interest and think, eh, I don't even have these gifts or I'm not very, you know, gifted, knowledgeable in this area. doesn't matter. If you have an interest, that's what that means. It means that part of your self is becoming non-dormant. It's becoming, to, it's awakening and you need to nourish it and pay more attention to it. So some of the things that make it worse is when you start feeling anxious, moody, depressed, etc., uh, people start to obsess and become very focused on certain things and they want to micromanage uh, things that they think are making them feel this way. That doesn't work at all with your spiritual body. So you guys are actually going to have to relearn how to live a happy life. So a lot of times people, again, I keep going back to this, but you were taught, you know, go to school, make money, have kids, do the whole, you know, house with white picket fence, boat, car, whatever. Uh, you have to relearn now with this shift in the spiritual body awakening that will no longer do it. Now you need to find happiness, joy, purpose, and feel good deep inside with if you if you move towards the happiness joy and purpose then you're going to notice that the money the picket fence the white the white picket fence the car the boat will follow it just tends to follow happiness and joy because you are now working with universal energy at that point when you're paying very close attention to your spiritual body you tap into a whole different set of rules you tap into a whole different way of life than you've probably ever known before. The, the working with the universal laws at that point becomes very prominent and primary in your life. And so it's important to learn how to work with those universal laws. And it's, I know you're probably thinking, well, I don't know what I want to do, but we're going to work through this a little bit. So anyways, you want to stop obsessing and micromanaging about everything that you may think um, is going wrong because that's not helpful. And when you begin to micromanage or obsess on something that you think is not going the direction that you want it to go, what happens is you put up energetic blocks and the energy can no longer flow in and flow out of your life very easily. And so it actually hinders this issue that you may be obsessing about it it will make it stick around because now you're putting a lot of weight into it and you're putting walls around it like almost like protection to have this problem stick around I'm gonna make it stick here so the only way to stop obsessing about those things is to redirect your focus you want to shift your focus so if you're stressing about something in particular you want to begin to shift your focus to some other things. Let's say it's a job, for instance. If you're obsessing a lot about your job, you want to start doing anything you can to distract yourself and shift your focus from the job or the bill or the kid in trouble or whatever it is. You want to do anything you can to shift your focus for a while and you just want to be like, okay, universe, just do what you can to resolve this problem for me. Like, while well, I'm going to be over here, you just, just imagine and feel that issue sort of working itself out if you weren't focusing on it. Just because it most likely is going to work itself out anyways. Almost all issues do. 
when you focus upon them and you obsess about them, you're just kind of micromanaging your thought time. You're not necessarily adding to a solution because a lot of things tend to resolve themselves anyway. Let's say that you have an issue at work. A lot of times that issue will resolve itself regardless of how much mental energy you put into it, usually. So depending on what type of work that you're doing. So I, a good thing is to shift your focus and get out of your routine. So if you're feeling stuck, moody, anxious, and depressed, you want to shift your routine entirely and do something different than you normally been doing. Why? Because it, it moves the energy differently. And you guys are not going to be able to, anyone feeling their spiritual body who has never felt it before, and this is all new to and you're learning about it, You'll no longer be able to live your life the way that you used to live. So you might as well get used to living life differently and constantly thinking about energy. If if you're having, like I said, if you're feeling blocked, then there's something going on with energy. So you have to do something to move the energy. You have to constantly think about things in terms of energy or energetic flow. This will help you immensely when you're dealing with your spiritual body. Always, I take post-it notes and post them everywhere. In your car, on your bathroom mirror, beside your bed, check your energetic flow. Check your energetic flow constantly. Put them everywhere because then what you'll notice when you're feeling frustrated, you'll mentally check your energetic flow of that issue. So, for instance, oh, let me think. You know, with energetic flow, Like I said, when you're redirecting everything, I'm trying to think of a good, for instance, for you guys, like with a job or something, but you just, you always want to be shifting. So, okay, for instance, what I do, let's say I'm having, um, let's say I'm having a day where I'm feeling like my computer keeps crashing or, and believe me, it crashes a lot during Mercury retrograde, but let's just say like I'm trying to get a class done and I'm feeling like that keeps crashing and then let's say I burnt my lunch or, you know, just like you're having one of those days. You, you drop something on your foot, whatever. If that begins to happen to me to where I'm feeling frustrated, this is going to sound really weird, but I change everything. I start doing everything different. I will, if I take showers at nighttime, I'll take it in the morning time. If I exercise it in morning time, I will exercise at nighttime. If I tend to like to, even if it's wear my hair a certain way, Everything that I can think of to kind of do opposite day, I do the opposite because it shifts and changes the energetic flow, which makes things kind of even and balance out again. And so another thing that I find that people are doing, this kind of gets to number three, that's that's sort of doing things out of your routine. You can go jump out of a plane and do like skydiving or something also if you want to, but I suggest doing little things and big things. Um... So back to the number three, which would be don't put all your eggs in one basket. I noticed that people have in the past, and this is a way of the past, so people, you've got to shift your thinking on money and career and jobs or just what you're supposed to do in life. Um, you got to learn to shift it differently because you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. I noticed that people worry about 
one thing and it has to be going the same way or they get very stressed out or anxious so for instance if there's money if it's money you're worried about there are other ways to make money if it's a job you're worried about there are lots of jobs out there you want to poke around see what's out there there's always always alternatives you want to find them and I have another good example for this is I tend to get a lot of emails on people or questions where they want to know they're having issues finding their purpose in life. Well, I don't know what my purpose is. Well, the thing is, and this kind of is skipping down to number six on this little uh, list that I'm doing, is you don't have just one purpose. And so you have many purposes in life, and it's like people are searching for this one thing. And that's my point about don't put all your eggs in one basket. They Everybody thinks that they need to have one job. They need to have one source of income for themselves. They need to have one purpose in life. They need to have one place to live. It's like... It's amazing to me because people can have like 18 different cars, but when it comes to some of the things that stress them out the most, money, job, purpose in life, that type of thing, they always just go all in with just one one thing. They're going to put all their eggs in one basket with this one thing. And that's a very hard way to live. Whether you're living physically or spiritually based, it's just a hard way to live. You want to be able to diversify many things. Uh, I There's so many people out there, and you guys may think, well, I can't diversify my job, or I can't diversify my income, or, you know, I'm too busy. I have, like, a million things to do when I get home. You don't have to necessarily diversify your job or your income, but... Diversify things in your life that you're worried about. If, if, if your job really is that big a worry or money really is that big a stressor and you stress about it every day, then you have to do something different because tomorrow is going to bring the same thing that today brought and the day after that is going to bring the same thing that day brought and so on. Five years from now, you're still going to be stressing about the same thing. So... You have to switch up what you're doing. You have to diversify. Take the one stressor in your life or the top three stressors and figure out a way to minimize that stress. And for those of you who are, let's say it's money and you're working a full-time job, then maybe you need to be seeing what's out there that gives you as much money with less hours or something like that. Which brings me to my number four. You want to look outside your bubble. There are so many cool things happening outside your bubble that you many times you can't even see it because you're so concentrated on the obsessing and the eggs in one basket that you don't look at anything outside of the bubble. In this day and age, we have so many opportunities. You have online. You can... You have you have uh, a Craigslist, or you you have you can do rummage sales. You can do you have meetup groups where you can do lectures. You can do uh, massage things on the side. You can do 
so many different things. You can diversify in so many different ways. There are so many ways to make money that are, are not in a nine to five type job. And there are ways that you can do like lump sum type jobs now. They're all over the internet where you can do, like, I will do this, these tasks for this much money. Maybe those tasks take you three hours. Maybe they take you 10 hours. I don't know. But you want to begin to look outside the bubble when you're very stressed out. You want to be able to think bigger than what you're thinking right now. You want to be able to work with the universe a little bit more, but you have to be open to see what the universe has in store for you. You have to be able to throw up your hands and say, bring into my life what you think is best. I'm open to suggestions because you have to let go of the way that you think life is supposed to be. It is not supposed to be as hard as you tend to make it seem or that many people tend to make it seem. Now, don't get me wrong. Do I go through hard times? 100%. Do I, have I had money struggles in my life? Absolutely. But instead of being so obsessive about it, my theory is and always has been, okay, if I'm having an issue here, I I need to look elsewhere to figure out a solution. I never stick to that one issue. Like if you're, if I'm having money issues or have had money issues, there's no way that I will ever put my energy right straight on that issue. I will start immediately looking outside the box to go, what opportunities are here? What opportunities can I take advantage of or create to help this situation? And so that's why you always want to look outside your bubble. The minute that you have an issue, let's just say you're having trouble with one of your children or you're getting into trouble at school, immediately you want to start looking outside the bubble. Not at the specific issue. You want to go, okay, what has created this? How can I resolve this for future on a grander scale? Look at the bigger picture. Look outside your bubble. And so the the thing that normally keeps people from looking outside their bubble, which is number five, is letting go and releasing fear. They are afraid. You want to release the picture in your mind of how bad things will go if you don't get XYZ done or you don't do it ABC way. You know, that that's the thing that holds people back. But with the spiritual aspect, with the spiritual energy, and as you begin to feel your spiritual body and you work with universal energy, you have to, and this is like a trust fall. You know the trust fall where you fall back and then, well, in this case, the universe catches you. Um, you have to learn that there is something out there that's working behind the scenes that you cannot see. I've got a lot of analogies today, just like the Wizard of Oz guy, only, you know, the universe, you're behind the curtain. There is stuff going on that you cannot see, but it is working really well when you pay attention to it with your spiritual body and you start to let go of micromanaging everything in your life and trying to get it to lay it out in a very specific order. So you want to learn to let it go. You have no idea what scenarios the universe might lay out in front of you. Here's a good for instance. I have done readings for like a million years. Well, not really, but like 20-some five, six, oh God, almost 30 years probably. Okay, so I've been doing readings for a very, very long time. 
And the problem with doing readings, although I enjoy doing readings, is I need to be able to be one-on-one with that person for that whatever period of time. So let's say that, you know, for, let's just say I do 10 readings a week, just throw it out there, that in I do, you know, after 52 weeks, that's what, 520 people that I've had to spend one-on-one time with. And if, let's say I get sick or, you know, I want to go on vacation, that's going to cut into that time, which then cuts into my income flow because, yes, I have to pay my bills as well. And so it can create a stressor. Plus, you have the ebb and flow of a lot of people want readings, not very many people want readings. Well, never. So I decided while I was doing readings, I would write books or I would write blog posts. I decided to do that for me. So that was kind of a spiritual aspect. I enjoyed just putting some thoughts I had down on paper. Well, the thing is, is everybody started really liking what I was putting on paper, and I did not expect that to happen. So then I decided, so I decided to take some of those blog posts and put them into a book, which, shocking to me, actually started selling like crazy. So people really cared what I put on paper. Now, this started out as a hobby, and it turned in something that I just purely enjoyed to people are loving these books. I went to making more money out of my books than I did from my readings. It was crazy to me, which, take it one step further, then people started coming to me going, publish my books. And what happened from there is I ended up opening a publishing company. It was weird and crazy, and still, when I look back on it, I'm like, in a million years, I would have never thought that I would be going from reading, doing readings, to writing books, to making a a good living writing books, and then to have a publishing company, which brought me full circle into teaching classes. My vision for myself, I just assumed 20 years ago, would be doing readings forever, But these classes that I'm doing, people are loving so much, and they are taking off so well, and I can teach way more than 520 people in a year, which is actually my goal. My goal always is to enlighten as many people or to help as many people along their spiritual journey as I can, to help them advance and develop and to help them live an easier life by tapping into their spiritual gifts. That's always been my goal. Well, I can reach that a bazillion times more a year by doing classes. Did I ever think I'd be doing classes online? I never would have. I couldn't have even created that scenario in my head 20 years ago. It's like the universe had this other plan for me that just one thing fell into another that fell into another. And it's crazy how it developed. And that's my point. If I would have just really focused on just my readings and creating that aspect and I wouldn't have been open to trying other things because when I did that first book somebody emailed me and said hey why don't you throw that up on Amazon I'm like I don't you can do that that's a thing I didn't I didn't even know you could do that and they were like yeah it's really easy and here's how you do it somebody contacted me and told me this the way that that worked was so bizarre and and people contacted me about publishing their books which led to the publishing company and they contacted me about classes like opportunity just like came to me because I was very open to diversifying my business how I taught 
how I was going to reach people. I was very, very open to it. My radio show, I started that like six years ago. Truthfully, the, the reason I started it besides giving information was to get over my fear of speaking to people via radio or public speaking because I was doing a lot of public speaking at that time and it was still very nerve-wracking when I would do public speaking. So I actually started a radio show because I wanted to get over feeling nervous about speaking. And man, I man, I got over that a long time ago, but I've had something like 200,000 downloads. People love the radio show. So you want to release and let go of the fear of what might happen. You cannot micromanage your life and have the universe roll out the red carpet for you at the same time. It doesn't work. You have to trust. You have to trust Trust in God, trust in the universe, whatever that gets you to trust something that you can't see, whatever gets you to trust that there's a better outcome for you somewhere, trust that. Just trust that there is something else going on that you don't have complete knowledge on and you're open to see what cool things that they will bring around. And I, and I promise you, whatever the universe, God, whatever has in mind is a million times cooler than you could have thought of. Apparently that's my word of today, a million. So the number six one, which I talked briefly on for a half a second a minute ago, was finding your purpose. And I get a lot of emails about this. And um, actually my son came to me the other day and he was kind of frustrated trying to figure out what he was supposed to do in life, which... And, and I just, this is what made me think of this. It's like, you, you're not, he's like, what if I do this one thing, but then I find out five years from now, that was not the thing I was supposed to do. And I was so shocked by his answer. And then I realized, you know what? A lot of people think that. They think you are supposed to do one thing. Hence the words, finding your purpose, not purposes. The one thing. It's like, that is not a thing. You don't find your purpose and discover that one thing, and then you're set for life, your soul is nourished, you, you feel whole to the very core of your soul, and the you know clouds part and everything's wonderful. There is no one purpose. We are here to find many, many things and to have many, many purposes. We are here. Our purposes change over the years on top of that. So... You will, it's a journey. It's a lifetime journey. It's not a quick task. You're not supposed to do one thing or two things, but like so many things. It's constantly changing. You'll learn something. You'll, you'll find your purpose in something. You'll do that. And then you'll kind of been there, done that. You may continue it. You may not. You may turn it, do into something else in your thirties and something else in your forties. Your, your, your only real goal and I don't want to say that as a purpose, your only real goal is to constantly reach for things that make you feel happy. Because that's the your only real job. As far as being something one and specific, like one major thing, you constantly want to search for happiness, always. From Silly little things like, I like this brand of juice over this brand, but this brand's a dollar more. Who cares? I'm going to buy it. I feel good about it. I really like this juice. To 
you know, am I really happy with these relationships in my life? Friends, family, lovers, whatever. Are they really making me happy? Do I laugh? Do I feel uplifted? Do I feel joyful when I'm around these people who are in my life? Um, To should I do laundry today or go to the beach today? Or should I do laundry today or enjoy this movie marathon that I love? And uh, I'll find something else on my closet. I'll do laundry on Monday. Like, that's moving towards joy. That is making a choice towards joy. You would think that that would be a little thing, but it's not. It's a huge thing. You want to always move towards joy because that will also very, very much infect it. Um, affect the spiritual energetic flow around you. When I said put the post-it notes, pay close attention to the energetic flow, you want to also pay attention to joy. They work hand in hand. And that's when things really become powerful. It's like supercharging energetic flow when you are working with joy. And why? Because all this raises your vibration. So your main goal is to raise your vibration. How you do that is you find joy. How do you find joy? You make better choices. You always make choices based on joy, not on fear. So it's a whole chain of things. If you're then you so you look at your life and you you if you want to micromanage, you start looking at your life and this will be a good place to micromanage is you want to just basically take an overall view of relationships what you do with your spare time, what you do with your waking, your working part of your day, and you want to be like, am I joyful during my relationship one-on-one time? Am I joyful during my work day? Am I joyful during my downtime? You at least want to try to find joy in some of those areas. I know people have a hard time getting out of jobs that they feel like they're stuck in. So if that's your case, then are you finding joy in your downtime and are you finding joy in the people who you surround yourself with? At least pick a couple of things. If, you know, you can pick one even. Just pick one, but make sure that you're consciously thinking of that because that raises your vibration and it makes you very in tune with the universal uh, energy around you which will bring opportunity and a nice flow into your life. Once you start getting frustrated and anxious and all of that, uh, the opposite begins to happen. So you want to always move towards something that makes you feel good. And so basically to wrap this up, you're now working, if you're, if you're interested in spirit, the spiritual aspect of anything, or you're developing spiritually, your spiritual body is awakening. As a spiritual body awakens, you're going to be more sensitive than you've ever been. You're going to feel different than you've ever been. You're going to have to relearn to work with different energies than you're used to. Those energies are going to be spiritual energies. They're going to be based on a vibration. The vibration you're always want to reaching towards is going to be joy and feel, raising your vibration and happiness and in order to do that that's when you get into the micromanaging you start filtering through your life and going which choices and which things is going on that is not allowing me to raise my vibration and feel good inside as far as your purpose in life you don't have one purpose you have many purposes so 
uh, let's run down the list really quick. You want to stop obsessing on anything that you're obsessing about. You, you know, of course you want to do the proper things that you need to do to resolve this situation, but obsessing is a whole different thing. That's thinking about it. That's trying to micromanage it. That's trying to do extra stuff, mental work. That's not really doing anything, but making you freak out. So you want to stop obsessing and redirecting your energy once you handle whatever it is. You want to shift your focus if you're feeling that way. You want to shift your focus, do things outside of your normal routine. Opposite day, whatever. You want to start, You want to exercise, go to a movie. You want to shift your focus into several other things so you're not obsessing about the thing. You want to not put your eggs all in one basket. If it's money or job, whatever, you want to start learning to diversify and at least look for outside opportunities to help relieve whatever stress that you're worried about. You do not want to have your stress in one egg, in one basket. You want to diversify and figure out how to do that. And in order to do that, you want to look outside your bubble. You want to... Be open to what the universe has in store for you. You want to be open to knowing that there's so much more and you are now working with universal energy and with universal energy becomes opportunity and it's out there as long as you look. You want to learn to let go and release the fear because that's the old way of life. That's physically based energy. That is not spiritually based energy. You cannot do those two together. You want to learn to let go and release the fear of all these bad things happening because that will create bad things to happen if you constantly worry about it you want to let it go and it's funny that people worry about bad things all the time when usually they don't happen there is so many cool good things out there but they always stress and worry about the bad things so you want to let it go release it and you want to understand that finding your purpose is a lifetime journey and you have many many purposes in life you have many things you are supposed to do and supposed to accomplish that are really on a soul level. It's not one thing. Please, if I leave you with anything, your purpose is not one thing. It is so many things. You want to release the old, welcome the new, and enjoy the now. So, until next time, I hope that was helpful, kind of explaining the universal energy and your spiritual body waking. And unfortunately, you will not be able to live the same anymore as you did before. Oh, lastly, I want to leave you with a couple of different thoughts. Um, one is I do, I'm going to be opening those classes again soon, so you want to watch for that. And uh, if you haven't gotten my higher purpose learning group or any of that, you're going to be able to do that through keys to the spiritworld.com, which I'm also redesigning. And so there's some very cool things that are going to be on there. There's going to be some free courses, etc. And you can get on my email list by uh, Jennifer at keys to the spiritworld.com. I'll have somebody that will be adding people to my email list if you want to get on that. So I have some very cool things coming up. But... You want to just learn to live a different way of life. It's, it's going to be a very cool journey once you learn to embrace it, learn about energetic flow, and, you know, not try to be a bull in a china shop, I guess I would say. So I hope you enjoyed it, and have a wonderful day. Aloha.